Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin. But check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin-only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money. We are the only app that you can download and from 10 bucks already within one minute and without doing any KYC, AML, registration or verification, you can buy your first uh, sets. You can do this 24-7 and you receive the sets or the Bitcoin directly in your into your non-custodial wallet. Uh, so that's really a world's first and something that I haven't uh, came across uh, in Europe or anywhere else in the world. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Julian Linegar, who is the co-founder and CEO of Relay, Europe's easiest Bitcoin app. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the European Bitcoin landscape, so to speak, as well as Julian's journey to starting Relay. I think you're going to enjoy today's conversation. But before we get to it, we do have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight. And this week, it's the Westwood LA Bitcoin Meetup. The Westwood LA Bitcoin Meetup takes place on Wednesdays in Westwood, Los Angeles. The group exists to create a space for Bitcoiners to get together and enjoy a good time. It's hosted by Toxic Happy Hour co-host Anders, so you'll get first dibs on updates for events like the Toxic Happy Hour pleb party happening in Miami during Bitcoin 2023. You'll also get access to discount codes for all major Bitcoin conferences through the in-person meetup or by listening to the virtual Toxic Happy Hour hangout on Twitter spaces every weekday afternoon. For more info, go to meetup.com slash Bitcoin LA or follow Anders on Twitter at Anders underscore. And if you don't happen to be in the Los Angeles area, but want to find a Bitcoin meetup near you, I encourage you to download the Oshi app where you'll be able to do just that. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Julian right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Julian, welcome to the podcast. Josh, thank you very much for having me. Looking forward. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Of course. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? So that was in 2015 when a friend of mine who was really a techie, and I'm not, I'm a business guy, um, he introduced me to Bitcoin and crypto uh, at this point. And I thought it was fascinating, you know, to have something 
of value that you can exchange and transact with 24-7 without a bank or a government, like without any third party, just basically value or money on the internet, something you can trade 24-7 on the internet without any third party. That was fascinating to me, but it took me another two, two and a half years probably to really get into it and really to understand how revolutionizing it could be potentially. And then I spent half a year in the States in 2017, um, where I did an exchange semester. And that's really, I think, kind of where uh, it hit me. Um, and then I came back from this, finished my studies and wanted to be independent in this field. So, yeah, that's then basically how it all um, led to me building uh, my own Bitcoin startup. And the next question is this, what's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood? Bitcoin is really fundamentally, and that's also something I only understood, like probably end of last year, is fundamentally the first public financial infrastructure that we've ever had. You know, we had um, gold, uh, which worked well as a kind of a sound money, um, a store of value. But then the whole infrastructure, that, that's just a resource, right? Um, but then the whole financial infrastructure uh, based around central bank and commercial banks, they were all, th this is all private. Like the Fed is a private institution. The European Central Bank is a financial institution. The BIS, the Bank of International Settlement, which is at the core of all this, is uh, is fundamentally a private institution. And obviously all the commercial banks that we know, like uh, JP Morgan, uh, where you guys live, and um, and uh, maybe UBS, where, where I live in Switzerland, and all these kind of big banks, they're obviously all private. So we never had before a, a financial network that was public, that was open to anyone, that can't be censored and that is decentralized. And that's, I think, the power of Bitcoin is that we can all now own one small piece of this uh, first public financial infrastructure. What is the Bitcoin resource you most recommend to other people? Well, that's easy. It's uh, Saifedean's uh, book called The Bitcoin Standard, obviously. There's now the fiat standards, which I haven't read yet. Um, apparently, it's also very good. But the Bitcoin standard is really, um, I think, something that for someone who has a bit of time to devote like maybe a month or two or however long someone takes to read the book and understand the book it's mind-blowing and i think it's really changing everyone's view no matter how critical this person is um, that we really have a problem with our current fiat-based financial system and that we need something like a bitcoin-based financial system and you probably won't be surprised to hear that that's the most recommended resource. Uh, the fiat standard is also excellent. I have read that. It is thicker than the Bitcoin standard. I may have enjoyed it a little bit more. I think part of it was that the Bitcoin standard gave you like the, the mental furniture on which to hang these new thoughts, where previously mm -hmm. you come into the Bitcoin standard and for most people, it's like totally new concepts. And then I also saw, uh, I think it's Principles of Economics that Saifedean's coming out with as well. And it's an even thicker book. So it sounds like each single step of the way, the books are getting thicker and thicker, but they're all, so far they've been excellent and I have not yet dug into Principles of Economics, but I'm looking forward to that. So question number four, beyond Bitcoin, what is a resource tool or an idea that's been helpful to you or your business recently? 
It's also an idea or a concept that is also written in a classic book called uh, Essentialism by um, Greg McQuon. I don't know if I'm uh, pronouncing that right. And it's really a, a very good tool and kind of a good mindset uh, to be in. Like this whole essentialism concept is really to, the, I think the, the subline of the book is the disciplined pursuit of less. So it's really mm. about, it's not saying no to a lot of things uh, at the get-go. It's really about analyzing more in detail what is really worth my time as an individual or as a group of people working on something like in a business, like really having a good overview of what options are, are there and really analyzing or deciding which one to go for because um, our the time that we have is really our most valuable resources. And we really want to make sure that every day, every hour is spent on something that is worthwhile, right? To, in order to mm -hmm. um, achieve the goal that I want. And it, the more, the thinner we spread into uh, uh, different activities, the less power we can bring to the floor. If we only focus 100% on one thing, then with this, we can really make a big impact and a big progress. And I feel like that for me personally, but also for our business has, uh, has already changed quite a lot, even though I'm not even through the book yet. So question number five, our final question, we call it our arbitrary but insightful question is this, as a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? Yeah, I think generally it's why not, right? I mean, that's how... Uh, opportunities arise that's how i guess businesses are built that's how innovations are coming to life is is not you know being closed to things but uh, as a principle being open to new things it doesn't matter that again coming back to the essentialism approach that then all these options are being pursued but definitely one should be open to pretty much anything and so, for example, mm. also, for, I, I am teaching a course about um, Bitcoin and crypto finance for, for Swiss bankers. We had more than 600 bankers um, taking this wow. course in the last uh, three years. And usually these bankers are kind of more in the why uh, approach, right? Why should we do this? Is this making us money? Is, things, is this saving costs? And, and you see that at the beginning of this course, usually these people are very close-minded to something like Bitcoin or crypto. And then we are also trying within these three-day course to get them to a why not mental model Why where, where okay, let's look at this. Um, what new innovations is this bringing? What new concepts? Uh, how could this maybe change the world to, to a better? And also, you know, then uh, a lot of opportunities to make money and stuff like that can, can be built around it. Obviously, there's a lot, uh, a whole ecosystem and industry that can be built around it but um yeah i think to be open for a new future and for a, a lot of good things to happen requires kind of a why not attitude Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high-net-worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. And Linkster is not just advice. It's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com. Linkster, secure your future with Bitcoin.
Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Excellent. Well, today, Julian, we're here to talk about Relay and what you guys are doing when it comes to Bitcoin in Europe. I'd love for you to just start off by sharing with us a little bit about the business and where you're looking to go. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm now 30 years old. And when I started Relay, it was around three years ago. Um, when I studied in the US it was 2017, so six years ago, and I came back and I finished my studies and I finished work. I still had like a half a year or a year worth of uh, work at a consulting business. Um, but I already mm. knew like I want to do my own thing. And I knew the thing that I'm most passionate about is, is Bitcoin. And so well, I started the first um, business, uh, a consulting business, because that's that was the only thing I knew is Bitcoin and consulting. So I thought, why not open a Bitcoin consulting business for um, financial institutions? Because I saw that really banks and asset managers, uh, they are very far away from this whole uh, Bitcoin and decentralized finance uh, topic. And I thought you know, somehow we need to bring these two together. Um, I was not super successful, I would say. We had a couple of good <laughs> projects. Um, we had a, a, some nice clients, uh, bigger private banks and, and, and uh, retail banks in Switzerland, but it didn't really, you know, uh, take off. Um, but out of this, this, this other course that I mentioned, it's called CCFE, where we have then educated really a lot of uh, bankers. Um, this this was a good bootstrap, you know, business um, that is now also generating free cash flow, which is nice. Um, but I'm not operationally involved anymore. In the end, what really you know uh, was was my big passion and what uh, what was became the project I wanted to pursue on the long term uh, was Relay, uh, which we founded or went live with uh, in 2020, summer 2020. So exactly pretty much three years ago. And we set off uh, with the mission of just bringing Bitcoin very easily to, to everyone. Because uh, our thesis is that in the next 10 years, billions of people and trillions of dollars will flow into Bitcoin. And there needs to be a super easy way for everyone, like small investors, big investors, but not only individuals, but also businesses to uh, acquire and get access to Bitcoin. And that's really what we are pursuing every day. We have since, uh, like in the last three years, raised around 7 million in venture capital in, in three rounds. We have built a team of uh, a bit more than 20 people now. Um, and we are growing well with around 
200,000 app downloads and around uh, 65,000 active users um, across Europe, uh, mainly in Germany, Switzerland, but also in other countries like France, Italy, Spain. Um, and yeah, that's still what we're doing every day. So in the opening, your bio said that Relay is Europe's easiest Bitcoin app. What makes it that way? And also, if you could talk about maybe how uh, the, the European Bitcoin um, framework is maybe legally. Like, can any country use Relay or are there other things to take into consideration? Yeah, yeah good question. So uh, first is the why are we the easiest? Um, it's we, we are the only app that you can download and from 10 bucks already within one minute and without doing any KYC, AML registration or verification, you can buy your first uh, sets. You can do this 24-7 and you receive the sets or the Bitcoin directly in your into your non-custodial wallet. Uh, so that's really a world's first and something that I haven't uh, came across uh, in Europe or anywhere else in the world. Um, because most of the other crypto exchanges or, or, or Bitcoin brokers, uh, they usually require you to do KYC, AML, verification at the beginning, and usually they are custodial, so they hold your funds, they hold your Bitcoin, and you need to somehow withdraw them, which in the end, this whole onboarding and the whole withdrawal process from, from the first you know thought you have that, oh, I want to buy Bitcoin, until you actually have the Bitcoin into your self-custody with your private keys is quite a lengthy and cumbersome process. And we basically took that process and compressed it to, you know, within one or two minutes if you're if you lucky. <laughs> and so that's really what sets us uh, apart. Now, um, in Europe, it's kind of a, probably, a, I don't know, maybe it's a bit more complicated than in the US because there's so many different countries and different jurisdictions, but also there's the EU. So the EU is really, I think, 40, 42, 44 countries. So almost all the European countries are in this um, kind of uh, organization, which is called the EU. They have the same currency. It's the euro. Um, but they used to have all different currencies 20 years ago when the euro didn't exist or 30 years ago. I don't know when the euro came into existence, but before they all had their own uh, currencies and they still have their own economies, their own cultures, right? But they have just this legal framework on top of it, which is called the EU, European Union. But there are some exceptions and Switzerland is one exception. UK is another. Uh, so Switzerland has always been independent. The UK is now for a couple of years independent since the Brexit. Um, so they basically are, are, are not part of this. And so we, as we are based in Switzerland, we're not part of this. Um, we can, and that's also, by the way, reason why we can do this. No KYC, no AML um, Bitcoin onboarding is because in Switzerland, there's a law that says up to 1K per day and 100K per year in money exchange is not you know does not require such verification which is very nice because you can go to a bank for example and exchange 100 swiss francs to a bit of gold and you can walk out without doing any verification uh, aml whatever um, but that's not true for europe if we are though like for for the eu we are offering our broker service um, from switzerland to other european countries that works but we cannot really actively market it, you know. So it's not that we can 
um, have we cannot run ads targeted to um, Italians, for example. We can only do targeted marketing in Switzerland. So that's a bit of a, yeah. a, a problem, but we can be open. Like we, if they find out about us more passively, then everyone can use us. That's also why we have a lot of users in Germany, Italy, France, Spain, etc. Now there's a new legal framework coming up from the EU, uh, which is called Mika Markets in Crypto Assets. It has just been voted in by the European Parliament uh, one or two weeks ago, so in April uh, 23, and it will come into effect by the end of 2024. In this process now, um, uh, or in this time span, every company needs to become fully compliant with this new Mika, and there's also a new license that if a company wants to be active in the EU, needs to acquire. So we have now we now have a Swiss broker license or a VASP license it's called Virtual Asset Service Provider, and we uh, will be soon in the process of getting a actual Mika license in another country. Uh, so maybe in Germany or France or Italy, uh, where which then will um, give us access to to the rest of. Uh, Europe, if that makes sense. So it's a bit, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's a bit of a depends. It it depends <laughs> answer. <laughs> so first of all, I didn't know about the the non KYC side of things. That's really cool. Is it possible uh, to for someone in, in the United States to purchase through Relay, or does it still have to be within Europe? Yeah, no. Currently, we are just really um, only available in European countries. Yeah, but in the US, there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of good. Um, providers as well, like Swan, for example, or or River Financial, which probably your listeners are are aware of. They're not no KYC because this is really a thing that I think wouldn't work in the US. It's it's really a Swiss thing that now still works in the EU. But as said, once this new Mika regulation really comes into effect, this will also be gone. So from 2025 mm. on, we will not be able uh, to offer this non KYC service anymore for eu countries for switzerland we can still do it but not for the others what is it like in switzerland right now when it comes to bitcoin i know that you know switzerland has been uh held up as the standard when it comes to banking in a lot of people's minds in you know for Mm. for years i know the whole Credit Suisse situation <laughs> probably calls some of that into question <laughs> but generally speaking would you say that the um the sense about Bitcoin in Switzerland is pretty open. Are people open to the idea or do they see it as something that undermines some of what has has brought them accolades from the world for so many years when it comes to their banking system? Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, there's a, a bottom up and a top down approach to this. So the bottom up approach is like that there's one number I have in mind is around 15 or 16 percent of Swiss people already have, you know, bought Bitcoin or invested in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Um, so it's and most of the people that you talk about here, they, they know about Bitcoin. They have educated themselves a little bit about Bitcoin. Some are still skeptic, obviously, some are more positive or open to it. Um, but it's also a topic that is a lot in the media. So I feel like, yeah, we're, we're pretty much open to it as as a as a nation or like our, our people. Um, then the top down approach is also 
we're also very open in terms of the um, you know the regulatory approach, the government uh, approach. In 2018, we had one of our highest politicians. So what, we we don't have one president, but we have seven members of the federal council. And one of these uh, at a big conference said that he wants to make um, Switzerland the crypto nation of the world. We already mm. have the Crypto Valley, which is a Zug, a small, rather small uh, city uh, in, in Zurich, but that attracted a lot of um, media attention and also big foundations like the Ethereum Foundation and the Tesos Foundation. A lot of crypto activity, but at least, you know, it started a, a lot of this uh, crypto and blockchain based industry. Uh, Zook was also quite early um, in accepting Bitcoin and I think other cryptocurrencies as a payment for ta like for taxes. Um, so they, these local governments and also the national government is, is very open um, to, to this idea, mm. to this innovation. And also a fact that not a lot of people know is that uh, the Swiss Bitcoin Association, so BAS, Bitcoin Association of Switzerland, um, is the biggest one in Europe. So even though uh, Switzerland only has 8 million uh, people, you know, Germany right next to it has like 10 times more, around 80 million, um, we still have the biggest, one of the largest, or I think the largest uh, European Bitcoin association here with you know regular meetup, regular events. Um, uh, Andreas Antonopoulos, for example, came to speak uh, to uh, at one of these events and stuff like that, you know. So Saifedina Moose as well, uh, I attended that one. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on in 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 this uh, regard in Bitcoin and crypto in general uh, in Switzerland, which uh, I think is 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 very cool and it's ongoing. So it's it was not a quick, you know, hype or fad. Uh, there's really a lot of competitions and also a lot of people on the streets that um, are uh, are working towards this and uh, they're very open to this topic. Mm. Do you see legacy banks, the larger institutions uh, adopting it as well? Or do you see this as you, know, you mentioned earlier, the, the bottom up approach? Do you see a new generation of businesses and organizations rising up in the future? Yeah, both. I think in terms of the banks, um, it was at least for the last five, six years, it was the case that the smaller banks uh, were were more agile and more innovative in that um, topic. Well, probably in every topic, right? But also specifically in this Bitcoin and crypto topic, uh, they were the early movers. So there's a bank, uh, an online bank, a very innovative one called, called Swissquote um, that that already offers um, Bitcoin and crypto trading since 2017 or 18, I guess, and actually made like, great results with that, obviously. Mm. Um, there's also some private banks like Marky Baumann, which is, you know, a plus 100-year-old private bank, really an institution, you know, in Zurich and, and uh, Switzerland. They are offering their wealthy clients uh, Bitcoin and, and crypto as well. And there, there's also um, retail banks and a, a couple of more more of them that already for years are active in this space, um, but they are more on the smaller side. The really big ones, like for example UBS or Credit Suisse, they really um, they're really passive and uh, about this topic. Until recently, actually, interestingly, uh, Credit Suisse um, before they really got in trouble and before this whole UBS um, forced acquisition or merger or however you want to call it happened, they announced a big funding round 
of a uh, crypto custody business here in Switzerland called Taurus. Uh, probably the news mm. went all over the world. You can Google it. It's a six, they they let um, a sixty million funding round uh, to to acquire this business. Almost like they almost acquired this business uh, with it. Um, in order to become uh, the, the the one of the prime digital asset banks or something, they say. So they have the vision to become the biggest uh, digital asset bank or something. Well, wow. uh, probably this project is now a bit on hold because they have other sure. problems, right? <laughs> but uh, so it's definitely the it definitely shows that um, smaller banks, but also bigger banks, are more and more. Uh, getting into this field and i'm i would be very surprised if in five to seven years not the majority uh, of banks are offering some kind of bitcoin and crypto offerings that's very interesting so w within that framework where do you see relay is this uh do you, do you foresee yourself potentially becoming the you know largest bitcoin only exchange in europe do you want to begin offering additional products to new types of customers where do you see yourself going in the future in as much as you feel like you can share that right now because i'm sure there are always uh, considerations for when and how to share uh, new announcements yeah no uh, I, I think that's already kind of the case that we are uh, the the biggest and most well-known bitcoin only on-ramp uh, in europe so if if the discussion is about you know fiat on ramp to Bitcoin only like a Bitcoin only company, then we're we're probably by many metrics or most metrics the biggest one, and that's also obviously the goal to to stay the biggest one to grow grow massively from here to make it really a, a profitable and sustainable business, um, raising some more money, expanding some more in terms of you know geographies. So we we have a couple of, a handful of strong countries, but there are many other countries uh, in Europe as well. So expansion in in terms of geography, but also in terms of um, product offerings, product lines, and also uh, customer segments. So that there's a lot to to expand and grow and scale uh, still, but but all with the goal of bringing. Uh, Bitcoin in in an easy way to 400 million Europeans, right? And to, to hopefully in the process become or stay the, the biggest Bitcoin-only uh, fiat on-ramp. Because as said before, we really believe that in the next 10 years, uh, a lot of people and a lot of money will need to flow from the old, you know, broken fiat-based financial system to the new a sound Bitcoin uh, financial system. And we're the bridge uh, to that, really facilitating, making it easy for people to do this step. I tell you what, though, if if any Europeans are listening right now, take advantage, as I'm sure you probably already are, take advantage of this KYC free opportunity yeah. until what, sometime in 2025, you said? That's, yeah. that's such an incredible opportunity. It seems like such an easy way to get those KYC free sats. And uh I, I really wish an opportunity like that were as simple here in the United States. I know there are ways to do it, but that's an incredible opportunity. So for for Europeans who are listening to this right now or may listen to it in the future, take advantage of that because that's such an incredible opportunity. Uh, Julian, before we finish up, any final thoughts that you might have? I'd appreciate if you'd share those for the audience. And then if you would share with people where they can go to find out more about you and Relay. Of course, thank you. Um, yeah, what what's on my mind as a final thought? I mean, 
What's really interesting to me, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm talking to the wrong people here now because all, everyone that is listening to your podcast or any Bitcoin podcast out there is already kind of waking up to uh, the fact that our financial system is broken. And but, but for me, it's still fascinating to see where we are at now. And it's, it's great for us as like the young generation really to, to live through that. Uh, I feel like we are in the middle of a financial crisis that is way bigger um, than the last financial crisis, 2008-9, with all the bank failures. Uh, like I could mm -hmm. never have imagined until half a year ago that the UBS will be forced by the Swiss government over a weekend to buy Credit Suisse because it, it was broke. Um, this is really crazy to me. Um, and a lot of these things like the first Republic Bank and uh, Silicon Valley Bank failure and all these failures that are kind of being bailed out, like these huge banks that are being bailed out indirectly by the government and that whole, these trillions of dollars that are just printed out of thin air to kind of save the economy somehow, but then creating these huge inflation rates, which are around 8 to 10% officially, way higher than 20% inofficially. Really, our, our money is melting away within 10 years or smaller than 10 years timeframes. Our money is cut in half or the purchasing power of our money is cut in half. You know, all these things, like people need to wake up to that. People on the street... And I know these that the people that are listening to your show here uh, are probably uh, already aware, but please tell your friends and tell your family as well. Mm -hmm. that, like they probably want to act uh, a little bit. I'm not telling them to go all in Bitcoin, but maybe just, you know, <laughs> educate yourself a little bit about Bitcoin, whether this could be a potential alternative, um, maybe also gold, maybe you have something else uh, that, that works for you, but just, you know, um, stop kind of trusting the financial system. This, this, the, the fiat, uh, fiat world is kind of um, over and we need to find a solution here all together as a society if we want to make it. These would, these would be maybe my, uh, my, my thoughts, a bit negative, but also very hopeful and positive for the future, you know. Just think we are in a crisis and every crisis uh, also means opportunity, right? So we as the young generation now, I feel like we have the responsibility and the opportunity to make, uh, make it all better. Uh, that, that, that's it. And where you can find out more about us, about me, is basically on all the... Uh, social media channels, obviously, I'm on LinkedIn, Relays on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter, Relays on Twitter. Uh, that's probably our uh, our best um, uh, channels to get in touch with us. We're also on Instagram um, and we have a good website. It's quite informative with also a, a blog and a lot of uh, information on, on it. Actually, we also do a, a, a podcast, a Relay Bitcoin podcast, where we interview cool people. We already have had Jeff Booth on there, Natalie Brunel, for mm. example, and Dan Held. And, you know, great people that are educating the world about Bitcoin. So, yeah, pay us a visit and let us know if you have feedback. Excellent. Julian, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Josh. Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Julian, you can find our links down in the show notes. And if you're in Europe and want some KYC free sats, consider Relay. As always, keep building, keep growing. And until next time, keep living and leading well. 
If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any Lightning Wallet. And one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app, you can earn stats just by listening on Fountain. Check out the link in the show notes to get started with Fountain today.